Welcome back, Bush. Welcome back to the podcast. Uh, the intros to the Thanks. podcast, and to be quite frank, the outros um, have really, really tailed off whilst you've been away. Well, I, I don't know if I'm going to give them much of a uh, injection of excitement. That's that's for sure. <laughs> it's really hard. Though. It's difficult. I mean, everyone else wants to be getting this situation because you're in loungewear all the time. It's hard to get yourself going, isn't it? Like if you put on your work outfit or whatever you wear and you step out the front door, you kind of put your game face on you and, you, and you're at it, aren't you? But when you're just at home all the time, it's hard to separate the two, isn't it? Work and just a perpetual rest. I know what you mean. I, I'm actually I'm actually sat here in. Um... Uh, jeans and a hoodie so I, I feel like I could probably wear this to work I think the struggle that I find is that um, it's just gone seven o'clock and we've been talking since two and I, I don't have much left to say <laughs> yeah sorry guys we're not really selling this start of the podcast what we're saying is right <laughs> this show you're about to hear is so good that listen how tired we are now listen how tired could we be this Seriously? tired if we want any good you're right. There is a positive message for the the listener to hear here, and that is that we have given our everything over the last five hours of our lifetime. That's the you know the the hours that we spend preparing the show beforehand, hours. the hours that we've spent sat in our children's bedrooms. We've given everything for you, and we have nothing left. We are coming off the pitch like Terry Butcher in that uh, World Cup qualifier with a bandaged, bleeding head each. That is, that's where we're at. Who was the other one? Was it Paul Ince with a bleeding head as well? Uh, Paul Ince, definitely. I think Gazza referred to him as a pint of Guinness. That's a Gazza anecdote. That's not me. Um, yes. And Terry Butcher, <laughs> uh, Terry Butcher was, I believe, away at Sweden. And you're right, it was a World Cup qualifier. My brother and I went, we both went as Terry Butcher with bandages and bleeding heads and England shirts on to a fancy dress party for Halloween uh, about eight or nine years ago. And still for me, it's the high point of our fancy dress history. God <laughs> what bless. did you do? Anyway, look, actually go on eBay and buy some 1986 uh, England shirts. We both had old England shirts each. So we got Brilliant. some uh, fake Amazing. blood bandage. And the best bit was, right, we were, we were washing our hands having gone to the loo in this nightclub and a bunch of guys came in and went, oh, my God, it's Terry Butcher, and then got their photographs taken with us. So it was like, <laughs> I felt like it, it worked. It worked. Do you know what? We undersold the beginning of this podcast. I think it's, it's been grade A material. It's been better than I thought. It's the rest of it. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. Tuesday afternoons, no repeat guarantee. It feels like a Monday. It's actually a Tuesday. It's Bush and Ritchie. It's your stay-at-home time show. Welcome back, big man. Hey, it's good to be back. How are you doing? Even though we actually can't see each other, I'm in my eldest daughter's bedroom. Where are you at the moment for this one today? Still in my uh, eldest son's bedroom. It's really weird. I, I know um, I know. Uh, back end of last week, we, ex- we, ex- we exchanged text messages and we actually said, see you Tuesday. And then we're like, <laughs> well, no, we aren't actually. <laughs> It's weird. And also, uh, we had a little show meeting a bit earlier on, and I asked you what you did over the Easter break. What a waste of time. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> no one did anything. No. I tell you one, one thing I have noticed, though, right? Obviously, I've had a bit more time. I mean, everyone's got loads of time to rattle around the house, but I feel like I've had even more time because I've been off last week. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know about you. Is, is the toaster in your house getting hammered? Uh, yes, yes, yes. It really is. Yeah. I, almost to the point where I think the uh, lino just in front of where our toaster is in the kitchen is almost coming away slightly. Do you know what I mean? Because I've been stood there so many times. And I've, I've noticed an unbelievable thing about our toaster that I feel is 
Uh, it's going to be a revelation for a lot of people listening here on this Tuesday night. Let me talk you through the scenario. Imagine your average breakfast scenario. I'm, I'm cooking cooking toast. Love saying that. It winds people up. Cooking toast for me and my other half, Katie. Yeah. Uh, we've got a four-trap, a four-lane toaster, if you like, with yeah. two, with two uh, handles and a dial in the middle. Yep, Let's just it. say we put all four slices down, two for me, two for Katie, and it cooks away. Bang, they pop up a minute and a half, two minutes later on. Uh, let's just say, hypothetically, Katie's happy with the brownness of her toast. She takes them away. So the left-hand side of the toaster, those two lanes, now clear. I think, do you know what? I'll have mine on for another minute. I like it a bit more well done. Try and put it down. Doesn't work. Try and put it down. Doesn't work. Keeps stubbornly popping back up again. What I then have to do is move my toast, shift it two lanes to the left, and then it works again. And the, the theory I'm working on here is that the, the right-hand side of my toaster has got two dummy lanes, which won't work unless they can sense toast in the two left lanes. So do you think this is some kind of British toaster that adheres to driving on the left rules, and that's why you can't do it on the right without something in the left? Well, is it some kind of EU directive? You make a very, very good point here. I mean, I bought that toaster. Do you remember when we were talking about it on Home Time a couple of months ago in the halcyon days of not having to worry about much? And I got a new kettle, state-of-the-art yeah. kettle, state-of-the-art toaster, and thought, that's us made. We're like the Beckhams. Yes. And now the, the, I, I've got this scenario where I have, to, I have to shift my own toast along two lanes. What is this? You've made me want to go downstairs and try my toaster out. I tell you that much. I'd like to see a video of you, a video of you giving that a go. I, I want some clarification on what's going on. I want so to look, see a video you, of your toaster. Well, it's it's. <laughs> let's share videos of each other's toasters. Uh, <laughs> Absolute radio. Have a little look on there at the moment. If your toaster does weird stuff like this, we want to hear from you on the show tonight because this could be a scandal of an unprecedented level in the electronics market in the United Kingdom. You can text us eight twelve fifteen. It's a textbook strong Bush and Ritchie return on Absolute Radio. Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Now, when you opened up the show and explained this to us, I'm thinking, what's he been doing for his week off? This is madness. <laughs> this is not how we come back after a break. <laughs> I have to hold my hands up and apologise. I look at this. Uh, a, a tweet from someone calling themselves Lampardino. What a great name. Good name. Uh, I actually took my toaster back, not realising this. They took it back, no questions asked. So the people of Dixon's PC World are obviously not trained in toasters. Well, this is it. It's a problem that has been under our noses all these years, and we've not realised it. Stephen Phillips says, guys, I've had a number of four-gang toasters. This one, a fairly recent purchase, is the first to be configured to do the problem you're talking about here, Bush. Frankly, I find it absurd. And he adds, and I love this quote, a travesty and the electronics industry should be ashamed of itself. <laughs> what about that? Carl Harding says, why don't they make a three-slice toaster? Most of the time, I don't want four slices, I only want three. But I have to have four because I can't stand one being empty. Again, the way that this plays with people's minds, particularly during the lockdown, uh, it's hard to put an estimate on the psychological damage being done. It's made me decide that I will go downstairs and waste loads of slices of bread to test mine next. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. 
Tuesday afternoons, stay at home time show on Absolute Radio. This is Bush and Ritchie. Absolute Radio put you in the front row of your front room for the Front Room Festival last night. 12 amazing live performances, first ever virtual festival for the world. And you can listen to it again Sunday night from 8. Going to be on demand very soon as well. It was a great festival last night. The only problem is I came home with somebody else's coat, so I've got to sort that out. I don't know how that's going to work. (laughs) Now, listen, we're talking about a huge scandal in the electronics industry tonight on Home Time. You know the movie Terminator and that vision of the future, this nightmarish vision was that computers and machines would come alive and then finally uh, take over the world. I think the actual nightmare future we're talking about here is that toasters have been selling us short all these years without us realising it. Only the right two lanes on my toaster, they won't work if there's no toast in the left two lanes. Do you have issues with your toaster? Are you being undercut? This is the equivalent of electronics PPI. Adam says, weirdly, I'm watching the video you just posted up and listening to your commentary on the radio whilst talking to Richie. Thank you for that. It was like my own director's commentary. And we've had a tweet in from Raymundo, who's asking three questions. First of all, why aren't there two independent dials on Bush's toaster? Richie, are there two independent dials on your toaster? No, just the one. Thank you. Back at you, Raymundo. Secondly, why, as the bread warms in the toaster, it shrinks significantly, uh, around about 30 seconds? Don't you turn the pieces 90 degrees for an even toasting? Stay out of my life, Raymundo. And finally, why isn't your toaster the uh, normal regulatory 70 millimetres from any wall? And that's what? a good point. It, it, my, my toaster's pushed up against the wall. Is yours pushed up against the wall? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. I think Raymundo's looking for trouble where there is none, mate. You want to watch yourself? Well, speaking of that, I went downstairs hearing this whole uh, debacle uh, and seeing all these people agreeing with you. I thought, right, I'm going to try this out. So I've uh, I've gone and done that. And I have to inform you that uh, my toaster's fine, mate. Oh, what? So what you're, you're, if you've got nothing in the left-hand side lanes, you can toast uh, uh, absolutely fine on the right-hand side. Correct. And not just that, I'd already put stuff in the left-hand lane as well. So left-hand lane and right-hand lane were both used. Toast popped up. I tried to put the right one back down and it did and started singeing. This is absolutely blowing my mind. So you still it's, like, it's almost like it knows. It, uh, no, we haven't got the receipt anymore because I never keep receipts. I'm stupid. This is, the, this is lockdown. This is, this is my life is by that toaster. And now it's all ruined. Home Time Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, Bush, I was supporting you to begin with, but uh, having gone and tested it all on my toaster and it being fine, I am now siding with the cynics. Uh, Andrew right. says, Bush, you're best off getting two toasters and a double plug. No, because that uh, sounds like a, a government safety fire advert <laughs> from the 1970s if you're drinking late in the night. <laughs> Michael says, you're turning into David Icke. Calm down, man, it's just a toaster. <laughs> and Ian, <laughs> Ian says... I'm sorry, I have no such problems with my 26-year-old Dulit toaster. 26-year-old toaster that deserves a carriage clock. That is unbelievable. What an innings for uh, an electronic item. That really is an amazing thing. Uh, Also, other stuff coming in here, guys. I have a four-slice toaster, and the left two and the right two have their own heating level, so mine is posher than yours. Wow, that is He can have his white, and I can have mine crispy brown. All right, someone living the dream, doing all right for themselves. And this final little text here says, talking about weird toasters, my fully adult partner has an Ipswich Town Football Club toaster (gasps) that puts the team logo onto your toast. Come on, Arsenal, why aren't you doing that? <laughs> Absolute radio.
Bush and Richie here with the Stay at Home Time show, songs and that on a Tuesday night. No repeat guarantee, done and dusted, and back tomorrow morning at nine. Uh, back Thursday evening at eight once again, and so glad it is because it is such an amazing thing to be doing. We'll be clapping for our carers once again uh, here on Absolute Radio, and much like everybody else's across the UK. And one thing that Bush and I want to do here on Home Time is really recognise and try and personalise this. We want to hear from you. Share with us the name of who you're clapping for and the reason you're clapping. And we want to try and salute some of these absolute heroes on home time on Thursday evening. As you will have heard last night on our Front Room Festivals, a lovely little chat uh, with Tom Walker. And he was just talking about the fact that he'd been out on his doorstep and clapped for carers, and he thought it was such a lovely thing to bring the nation together. But as you look around up and down your street and all these people getting into it and showing their appreciation, there's stories behind each of them. You know, everyone has had kind of uh, contact with the NHS and we're very lucky to have it. So who are the people that you want to dedicate your clap later on on Thursday night to? And it'd be great to get the names out there and Richie and I can give them a shout out on Thursday night's Home Time show. Uh, so get involved now and tell us tell us all about it. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk Absolute Radio If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tuesday Stay at Home Time show. It's Bush and Richie back together all this week thanks to the History Channel and their brilliant new show, Lost Relics of the Knights Templar. Uh, we are giving you the chance to win £1,000. It's a show that follows two globe-trotting antique collectors as they reveal the secrets of their priceless hoard and follow in the footsteps of the Knights Templar, medieval special forces of the Crusades. Uh, earlier, Ben Burrell told you the item that Richie and I were searching high and low for on our quest to get in on the action but for your chance to bag that cash you also need to tell us where we went looking listen to this and let's see if you know where we went so bush yesterday i had big trouble trying to find the treasure but i'm, I'm sure it is here really you flown me halfway around the world and you think it's here I, I'm, I'm certain of it it may even be that big white pirate ship thingy richie that's the world famous opera house is it? What about here on this beach? Look, I really don't think it's on this beach, Richie. It's rammed with people. You know the name Bondi comes from the Aboriginal for water breaking over rocks? No, I didn't, and I actually don't care. Can we just go home, please? All right, look, one more stop. I'm sure we'll find the treasure here. I, I've booked us on a tour of one of the country's biggest TV shows. It's filmed here. Did you know that? Have a listen. You know we belong together You just wanted a holiday in the sun, didn't you? Uh, no. Come on, let's go back home. <laughs> right, if you think you know uh, what we are looking for and where we are looking, text now, 81215. Uh, put the item and the location in your text, as well as your name, and we will close the competition at 5.25 this evening. Texts cost 50p plus your standard message rate. It's all thanks to the new TV show Lost Relics of the Knights Templar, Mondays 9 pm only on History. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. 
Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Ritchie here with the Stay at Home Time show, the official soundtrack to Not Really Caring Anymore, What Are You Wearing? And the History Channel have a fantastic new show. We're all watching telly at the moment. It's called Lost Relics of Knights Templar, and we're giving you the chance to win £1,000. So, earlier today, we decided to get in on the action and search for some of the treasure for ourselves. Each day, Ben Burrell is going to be telling you the item we're on the lookout for, and we will give you a clue, as you heard earlier, as to where we are looking for it. Now, the cash is ready to be claimed by one lucky treasure hunter who's been listening to our quest closely, and that person lined up to talk to us is Ollie. How are you, Ollie? Oh, good, thanks, Richie. How are you? Yeah, we're both very, very good. How is lockdown treating you? Uh, it's not too bad today. I had to go back into the office today, so at least I got out of the house. Uh, Ollie, Richie and I have been kind of worrying the past couple of days about what we're going to do about cutting our hair. What's your current hair scenario? Is it down to your shoulders, down to your waist? Where is it? Luckily, about a week before lockdown, I had a haircut, so I'm not oh. in a bad state at the moment. <laughs> What estimate forwards in terms of weeks? How many more weeks before we're getting to critical Ollie Buffon hair? <laughs> oh, I'd say a week or so. Otherwise, it's going to be have to be shaved off. I'm putting it, I'm putting it in the calendar. You, do you have anyone in your life who is begging to do that shaving? No. So I offered to do it myself, but my partner refused. That she thought I should not have it done. So, <laughs> so what she wants to do the actual? We, we, when this is all over, we can come round and do your hair. They'll be like a farmer does some sheep if you want. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. Do for that it. bit. You know, <laughs> they always hold hold on their legs up, don't they? <laughs> hold your arm. All right. I'm not sure I can get my leg that high, but. <laughs> <laughs> right, Ollie. Where do you think Bush and I went, and what item were we trying to find? So you were looking for the Holy Grail in Sydney, Australia. Let's, Let's find, find out. out. Well, Sydney's been a bit of a letdown, Bush. Let's try tomorrow in... Ollie, congratulations. You're absolutely right. We were looking for the Holy Grail uh, in Sydney, in Australia. You've just won £1,000. How are you going to spend your winnings? Oh, I'm not too sure at the moment. Being locked inside, it'll have to be saved for a, a little while, but I'm sure it'll go on a, a re-release from a lockdown party, maybe. <laughs> that sounds like a good idea. Either that or buy some clippers. Yes. Clipper. Oh, I've got clippers, but I don't know. Maybe you need some oil for them. Loosen them up a bit. Lockdown party's a better idea. I think so. <laughs> uh, Ollie, good to have you on the show. Stay safe, my friend. That is all thanks to a new TV show called Lost Relics of the Knights Templar. Monday's 9pm only on History, and we'll play again tomorrow. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. I'd like to just take this chance to say uh, hello to my old man, Tim, who's uh, no doubt listening to the show this afternoon. I spoke to him on the... Well, I say no doubt. I hope he is. Um, I spoke to him <laughs> on the phone um, this morning and uh, he had quite the day uh, lined up. Um, I'm sure uh, Bush, much like uh, myself, um, we just can't help but think about our parents right now. Obviously, they're the ones that really, really do have to stay at home at the moment and... Uh, there's a lot of boredom and isolation going on. And uh, yeah. when I spoke to my dad today and I found out what he was doing, I said, um, what is your plan for today? He came back with the most amazing reply. His goal for the day was to alphabetise all the golf scorecards for the rounds of golf that he has played in his life. Wow. Wow. Well, just run that by me one more time because that's, that's pretty special. Alphabetise the what? In the what now? 
So when you play a round of golf, uh, you will be given a scorecard from that golf course and you mark your score as you go round. And so what my dad does is every time he plays a new golf course, he makes sure he keeps that golf, that golf course's scorecard. And right. he has today put every single scorecard that he has kept from various golf courses of the UK He's been putting them in alphabetical order. Wow, that is, he knows how to party, doesn't he? It's amazing though what the, the ends you'll end up doing, the things you end up doing, just to try and keep yourself on the straight and narrow sanity during this lockdown. This is it. I think we could call it a sanity sort out because I think if Dad was truthful and times were different, he doesn't need to alphabetize those. You know, certainly. You know, certainly not for uh, some time, hopefully in the long term future when he he parts ways from this planet. Um, and, and I would like to know whether he's, he's getting better over time or if he's levelled out or got worse. Do you know what I mean? Can we find out from Tim and in, in looking back on these golfing cards? Has he improved with, you know, with golf? Do you improve or do you get worse as you get older? Um, I never know with that. I, th- I think you I think you peak and uh, then you fall away. I think most people well, you know, would say. That's life, just life in a nutshell, that, isn't it? Like Steve <laughs> yeah. Davis, right? Snooker Steve Davis, yeah? Why isn't Steve Davis still brilliant at snooker? Because you don't need like, strength for snooker, do you? No, but I would imagine you need good eyes. I, don't, I can't oh, maybe speak for Steve, but maybe his eyes have gone a little, I don't know. Well, in which case then, the fellow who used to have his glasses upside down must still be ruling the roost in the <laughs> snooker world. <laughs> Dennis, Taylor. Dennis, Dennis Taylor. Dennis Taylor. Now a commentator. Yeah. Uh, So look, if you have had some kind of sanity sort out that is equivalent to putting golf scorecards in alphabet order, share what it was for you. 81215 for your texts or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. I'm seeing a future book called the Timothy Firth Golfing Almanac. (laughs) <laughs> he'd love that he would that'd be good wouldn't it uh so i think that the key for this is right if you find yourself doing a household menial sort out that you would never consider doing in a million years if life was normal is that the kind of basis we're after absolutely. here absolutely so for me at the weekend to see whether it still works okay and we've got all the functioning parts we got the tent out from the shed set it all up let it stand up overnight and then packed it all back into the tent, into its bag again and shoved it back in the shed. You know how frustrating and how much you swear when you put a, shed, put a yeah. tent up as a dad, you know, as a family. Uh, that's what it was like, but without the fun of actually being able to stay in it overnight. I mean, you could have done that. There was nothing stopping you staying in your tent overnight in the garden Saturday night. Can you do one thing about Are you a man that's into camping, Richie? Do you camp much no. with the family? No, 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 well, no. I might be joining you on that, right? Because we've got mould patches all over our tent just because we didn't dry it out for ages after the, the tent had been it obviously been packed away when it was raining. When do you normally pack up from camping? When it's raining and you've all had enough. I think the whole tent industry should have at least sorted this out. So anyway, we discovered that when we did our little task of getting the tent out and airing it. So that's my sanity. At least I know I'm more sane now. We're probably not going to go camping again for a while. Uh, Dan says, I got the kids to help me sort out all the reusable plastic bags. I mean, what is there to sort, Dan? Putting them in sort of like different piles of different shops. That's a great one. And David says, I have done a 300 plus Arsenal programme collection. And what I've now done is that I've sorted them out and created a database. I have a spreadsheet to ensure I have a full season for each programme. 
I reckon you might want to put him in touch with your dad. They sound like similar kind of people, Richie. <laughs> 81215 to text us or tweet us at Absolute Radio. Uh, like James has done, he says, all my Routemaster bus models are now in fleet number order and I've wow. worked out what ones are going on eBay. He's also sent in a picture of them. Um, he's quite a collector. Wow, what a job. Good job, James. What, what kind of model size are we talking here? Are these like uh, little tiny dinky models or is it knee high? I'd say they are that kind of, uh, yeah, dinky, corgi kind of uh, vintage model. It, there's, there's, a, uh, uh, there's money in Rootmaster models by the looks of things. Get yourselves on eBay now and get ready to bid. Uh, meanwhile, Vicky's been in touch and says, guys, my 16-year-old daughter, Tess, has tried on and photographed all of her clothes so she knows what outfit she's going to wear when lockdown finishes. Uh, she's very much missing her friends. Stay safe. We love listening to Absolute Radio to get us through it. Thank you, Vicky, for your message. Cheers, Vicky. Good job, Steph. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Uh, Andy Kenyon going down the same route as your dad here, Richie. He says, sounds perfectly reasonable to me. I've started sorting my course guide stro- stroke yardage books uh, yesterday and we'll soon move on to the scorecards themselves. And he sent us in a brilliant photo of hundreds of little... I like the bookkeeping that's involved with golf. He's got a little guide to every golf course in the United Kingdom, according to that photo. Take it up and for this the bookkeeping. Text- Keep it, keep it going for the bookkeeping. And this text is coming as well. Guys, I've just sorted through four A4 lever arch folders of knitting patterns going back to the 60s. <laughs> yes, I do collect them, she adds in brackets. I refilled them by category now. Uh, adult, it's weird that the way that the comma's gone in this text message, it says adult babies, but it's actually different categories, children and items for fates. Uh, the patterns that are in, the patterns that are out, and the patterns that are most likely to start, they're first on top. Uh, James in Sheffield says, my sanity sort out this week has literally been nuts. In the garage, I've been sorting a large tub of nuts and bolts. Since the lockdown, I've collected empty jars, and this week I've sorted them all into M8, M10, M12. (laughs) And then Kaylee... You've got got to ask yourself the question, right? If if your task that you're doing looks like something someone will be given as a punishment and you've got to stop. <laughs> well, maybe this is Kaylee then. She says, I'm currently sat in the supermarket car park waiting for my husband to come out. And the thing that I've done is sorted a large tub of Ikea, well, a large Ikea tub of Lego into colour order and then wow. smallest to biggest. And all the pieces are currently in 20 different Tupperware boxes in my daughter's bedroom. Happy days. Do you know what we spoke to? What was the lead singer guy, the lovely chap from uh, Biffy Clyro? Simon. Simon, yes. He, he was making a Porsche, wasn't he, during the lockdown out of Lego. And that's what he does. He puts them all in different pots to start with. So she's onto a winner there. Tempted to get him back on to find out he's finished. <laughs> yeah, just curious to find out how he's getting on. Michelle in Gravesend has got in touch and said, uh, I have got a lockdown bucket list. I haven't got to this particular one quite yet, but I am looking forward to it. And that is sorting out my husband's massive toolbox of random and different sized screws. I've even got the WD-40 ready. I have to say, I urge caution on this, Michelle. It might look all random to you, but speaking on behalf of your husband, he may have that in some kind of order. Yeah, exactly. What one man's what is it? One man's junk is another man's treasure. Is that, is that an applicable phrase here? Well done, Confucius. Thank you very much. I think I've confused something. 
<laughs> Emma Burstow's been on Twitter. This is an amazing photo. Guys, great way to use tool drawers during the lockdown. Sorted my kids' Lego into separate drawers and stuck a piece of each Lego on the front so they know what's in each one. It's organiser heaven. And she's got this amazing collection of different drawers filled with Lego pieces and parts. And then another dad has been uh, replied to her on our Twitter saying, where did you get the drawers? I could do that with them for my son's Lego. <laughs> amazing. I've said this before, I'll say it again. We're all going to have show homes when this is over. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. It's the Stay at Home Time show with Bush and Richie. This is Absolute Radio on a Tuesday night. We've always said this on the show. It's business as usual as best we can, despite the fact we're broadcasting from different bedrooms in different houses. Uh, Richie and I are a bit like Michael Caine and the team at Rock's Drift in the movie Zulu. And there's one feature that carries on despite this social distancing that we're doing. It's the Tuesday Tombola. And as the music fires off, we cross from our houses to the third house that is involved in the Tuesday Tombola. That is because because the tombola itself uh, is in the custody of our producer, Adem, uh, in his tooting bolt hole. How are you, Adem? I'm good. How are you? Evening. Good. I mean, I asked that last week. It's very stupid because I've been speaking to you for four hours already. Yes. Have you noticed this, Bush, the way he's sort of like trying to sort of turn this into some kind of three-person <laughs> show? Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, you know, just chipping in left, right and centre. Are you going to name the uh, Tombola like it's uh, like Galahad or something like that from the National Lottery next? Is that what you're going to do, Adam? Right, shall I right, just spin it? Yes, uh, yeah, I think he's got the idea. Right, <laughs> spin it. Let's find out what ball is coming out tonight. There's 100 balls in there. They match up to 100 topics for you to get in touch. But what's it going to be? Spin it, Tooting. Good spin. Very strong arm on him, isn't he, Adam? Very he strong really arm. Has. That's the first compliment I've got given for this. Right. It is ball number 70. Ball number Ooh. 70, what did you find in your garden? <laughs> oh, I bet people have found some amazing stuff in there. From this point on, by the way, because this, this is us for the long haul, could we please refer to producer Adam during this feature as the ball master? <laughs> yes, we can. Ball oh, master says can. number 70, what did you find in your garden? <laughs> I'm going to stick on the song. <laughs> 8.12.15 to text us or tweet yes. us at Absolute Radio. What Thank did you, you find master. in your garden? <laughs> the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Lance in Abingdon says, Guys, ours will be one for the future generations. Uh, my Mrs Becky lost her wedding ring gardening just this afternoon. No! It's out there somewhere. It's like a treasure hunt. Uh, and love this text. Hey, guys, Danielle from Liverpool here. I found my drunk next-door neighbour stealing my ornamental swan from my garden. <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? Crazy. Wow. That's amazing. If you go back one as well, uh, they've at least set up an activity for tomorrow. Just go and uh, hire out a metal detector and go and find the ring. Have you ever had a go on a metal te detector before? No. It's really complicated. My other half, Katie, picked one up once, just like cause she's always been obsessed with it since she watched The Detectorist, which is a really Great good comedy show. show. Um, and it's quite complicated. I'd love to get into it, but it was a bit, a bit intimidating, I'll be honest with you. <laughs> intimidating? 
It was intimidating. You've got to like line up these two noises, like wee You feel like you're in um, like on some kind of U-boat or something. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was a bit much. Uh, this tweet from Paul says, after returning from holiday, I found loads of unusual gold fag butts. Ooh. It turned out the lady living upstairs had been hanging out in my private garden in my absence. I discovered later from her landlord that she was an escort. There's always one, isn't there? There's always one that ruins it for the grip. And I'm not talking about her, I'm talking about him for texting in with that. <laughs> Keep your texts coming in. Nothing like that, please. Uh, if you, What have you found in your back garden? 8, 12, 15. It's the Tuesday Tombola. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Tombola Tuesday, ball number 70 was spat out on Britain's leading randomised content generator and the question that came out was this, what have you found in your garden? I, I like the fact it's the leading randomised content generator. It's uh, up there, it's up there with the best. <laughs> yeah, we'll name all those others another time. <laughs> um, 8, 12, 15, your tweets at Absolute Radio. Nikki says, Easter Saturday doing a spot of gardening, uh, digging up the flower beds for spring planting, and I discovered Ooh. a skull. Forgot that was where we buried Biscuit the guinea pig several years ago. Oh, God bless him, our pet cemetery. We asked you to get in touch with what you found in your garden. Didn't think it was going to be Biscuit's skull. Thank you, Nikki. At least he's been um, in some way immortalised on this show. Uh, we might have a clear and early leader here with this. This is this is the line in the sand in terms of high drama for finding in your garden. Richard Elby's tweet to say, guys, I found an unexploded World War II hand grenade and it made the local paper. I bet it did. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Well, there you go. There's the show. There's there's tonight's show. We hope you enjoyed it. And don't forget to keep your emails coming in for our Clap for Our Carers on Thursday night. We'd love to give someone that you uh, would like to credit as you stood on your doorstep, giving that round of applause and dedicate a song to them as well. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. In the meantime, tomorrow, do download this podcast again and you'll find out what happened. <laughs> Ooh. You've reached the end of the Home Time Podcast. Yeah, Bush and Richie have finished the show. It's time to talk to a real-life person or wait for the next podcast this time tomorrow.